What's up, everybody? This is LDS She Ghost, and I'm your host for the LDS Gamers podcast. We're back. We've got we've got we've got a few great people with us tonight. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us so late. Sorry for the late ping. We had to do this because Bling is headed out of out of out of state. Um, and uh, he had to fit this in. And Vader is joining us fresh home from work. He is down in New Zealand. He's our favorite Kiwi. Thank him for joining. Malice Vulpus. Hello. Hello. She's here with us. And Martin Luther Bling. Oh, there he is. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Hello. So welcome. Um, it has been a minute since we've had a podcast, an official LDS Gamers podcast. Um, so without further ado, let's quickly get into what we've been up to. Um, Riley Spam Unknown 3 says, hey guys, how was all of your guys' day? My day was good. So it was great. a good day. It was good. It was a productive day at work. Yeah. It's even better now that you're here. Yes, it's true. Visit the LDS Gamers store at ldsgamers.com slash store. <laughs> slash store. LDS, you can get an LDS Gamers t-shirt. That's true. You can, we're like all, so. We're, or or, or an swag. LDS Gamers <laughs> water bottle. It's a nice water bottle. Oh, I do like that water bottle. It's a nice one. Yeah. So, hey, welcome, everyone. Um, what we've been up to. So, for me, real quick. Uh, I finished school, which is why we're having a podcast, finally. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, my degree is done, finally, and I can rest and just worry about gaming now and the future <laughs> of LDS. So, uh, game-wise, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends. Um, yeah. A lot of people have. It kind of has died down a little bit. A lot of people have returned to Fortnite. Bless their hearts. If you're in the South, you know what that means. Um, but I have st I have stuck with Apex. I can't. I don't really like Fortnite. Mozambique main. Mm, no, not no. Who 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 do you play as? Uh, I usually play as either Lifeline or Bloodhound. So okay, nice. I'm terrible with both, but that's what I play as. I'm terrible um, with Bloodhound. Really? Mm. I like uh. I like playing as Wraith and Octane are my two favorites. Yeah, they're very quick, small hitboxes. Yep. I can see that. They're good for so. running away because I, <laughs> I die otherwise. Someone shooting, run. Yep. Um, other than that, I've been playing uh, old school RuneScape, believe it or not. I, uh, they released it on mobile a while back, and I was hesitant to start playing it because I like wasted my entire youth playing that game. And... Uh, <laughs> I was going to try to stay away from it, but my brother started playing, and I just can't stay away. Those, this pixelated game, just terrible, terrible graphics, just brings me in. But anyway, that's me. Um, Bling, what have you been up to, man? Uh, I've been playing some Apex 2. I, I haven't played in a couple weeks, um, but I, I played that when it first came out quite a bit. Uh, FIFA, we're gearing up towards team of the season, so that's going to consume my life for the next month and a half, probably. And then uh, I'll move back to other games. Um, playing a little bit of Rocket League, there was the new Rocket Pass that came out. 
um twitch sings uh i did a stream mm -hmm. on twitch sings a couple weeks ago and that was a blast we're trying to figure out uh how we can do like a twitch sings night for lds gamers um like have a karaoke party for twitch subs or something at my place or we're, we're working out the logistics um but it it's a lot of fun to stream uh and the cool thing about twitch sings is um it's free and it's it like is free to turn your computer into a karaoke machine um you don't have to stream either so like i'm probably gonna take a computer and a microphone to like our family trip um in a few weeks uh we're all going to a place and we can have like a family karaoke night uh using twitch sings which is pretty cool nice going to a place my favorite thing to do we are going to a place <laughs> which will remain undisclosed because i'm going on vacation from lds gamers good get out of here malice vulpus hello hi hello. how's married life uh married life is new and wonderful thank you for asking i'm not awesome. married to stud muffin just a reminder <laughs> to everyone uh, specifically uh <laughs> What, was Gordon it fish or Bescu that thought I you think were... they've I think it's like seventeen people have made the assumption <laughs> at one point or another now um, first it was fish it's always okay. fish first, okay right? <laughs> row this won't be the last time we mention him on this podcast no it will not be <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ring fish run fish through the ringer um very many flatfish today, but married life is great uh it's been fun figuring out you know when to act like a married person and when to play video games but <laughs> i'm still doing it i'm doing it nice. um, i've been playing a lot of sea of thieves lately um other than that i've been playing more sea of thieves <laughs> uh, some overwatch some breath of the wild because we got a switch and then mostly sea of thieves <laughs> i've also heard you've been playing a little bit of sea of thieves is that true just a little bit um <laughs> only with on vader side. though just with vader <clears throat> strictly uh, with vader but there's like a bunch of new game modes and stuff and i'll get into that later um but i've been having a lot of fun playing both with the ldsg community and i found some people who role play and stay in character as pirates oh, the whole cool. time oh that's neat and that's been really fun because i get to use piratey language and i've been learning <laughs> shanties and stuff that's always fun nice so maybe I'll sing some shanties if we do a Twitch sings event. My my horn Perfect. in Forza is the Yeah, you can do like That's this awesome. the Sea of Thieves as your car horn. I think Vader has it as his ringtone. Is that right? Xbox is the worst. I think so. <laughs> oh my Sell gosh. Sellouts. <laughs> Vader. What have you been up to, man? Lots. Lots. Um, how long can I talk for? <laughs> you can talk for three seconds. I'm just kidding. Ah, dang it. Um, <laughs> sick of those. The only game I played, real game I played recently. Um, it's very good. It's another From Software game. And for those who don't know, but should know, I'm a huge From Software fan. <laughs> uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne um well, recently their vr game deracine is fantastic and now sekiro which is um evolution of their games set in feudal japan myth mythological feudal japan because there's like magic and stuff 
but it's That's it's really cool. good. It's very very good. Um, and I want to talk more about it, but I won't. Um, <laughs> because New Zealand was voted to have the sexiest accent, um, we got <laughs> given we got given the rights to have the beta for the Harry Potter Wizards Unite game. Um, oh my gosh, cool! That the new it's the Pokemon Go, but Harry Potter. Um, That's so cool. I've been, I've been playing that for the last couple of weeks, um, and I, I think it's a good step up in gameplay and from Pokemon Go because there's a lot more to do. Um, there's yeah, it's pretty good. That's awesome. I'm happy to answer uh, answer questions if anyone's got any. Uh, I do. Um, so how is it similar to Pokemon Go? Uh, it uses the GPS and map. Oh, that's it. Um, like, do you catch other wizards? Do you catch? Like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta just... weaken them first. Beat them up a little bit. <laughs> um, it's instead of Pokemon, it's like magical items that are we, we know from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But okay. it's, um, some wizards like done cause a big catastrophe, and the Wizarding World is on the breach of being revealed to the Muggles, and you're basically just going around it's a real dumb name it, the things you're collecting are called foundables foundables <laughs> it's mm. not like lunchables it's right. it just rolls right off the tongue well i think it's because it rhymes with confounded and because i think that they've been confounded to make them like it's magical items doing crazy things that they shouldn't oh, i see sure um like huh. the bludgers are going crazy and and multiplying and bludgering people uh and you're finding them so i think they should be called findables but they call them foundables <laughs> findables because was taken. confounded but <laughs> uh there's that there's still eggs or equivalent of eggs but the little little magical chests that you have to put a key in and they unlock as you walk distance just like the eggs in pokemon but the cool thing is when they unlock they give you a port key which mm, oh, um, okay. is the only time i've is worth using the ar for these games i never bother with the augmented reality I always just have it off yeah, I do too. But Pokemon Go. This anyways. creates a portal in your wherever you are, and you walk through it, and then it, on the phone it puts you in uh, a location. So far, I've just gone to Hagrid's hut, uh, and then <laughs> in there you you look around like a big dork. So you probably don't want to do it in public because you would look like a dork, uh, and you collect items while you're in there. Um, so there's a lot more depth to it, and there's a bit of a story that you, and mystery you're un unraveling and why this wizard has done what he's done and cool. you get a you get messages from harry and hermione and ron throughout, throughout as you unlock things i'm doing a lot oh, of hand gestures i've realized I've, i don't okay. see myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm not, not used to doing this on camera i'm used to yeah gotta remember to keep my eyes open because i usually close my eyes when i'm thinking <laughs> i do the same thing um well, cool yeah, it's, it's pretty good i think it's a good step up in the um from pokemon go Nice. Right. Uh, last game, another Forward game. Human humans fall flat. Fall, fall flat. Humans fall flat. It's the name Nailed of the game. It. First try. Yep. Um. It's a yeah. It's it's a silly little game. It's uh, fun though. It's so fun. You played it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me and Odin, me and Odin have been in hysterics about it playing mm -hmm. together, and he keeps trying to like climb things and failing, and then he's way better than me at at doing certain things. It's it's good. It's good fun. Yeah. The physics are fun in that game. Yeah. I got sore thumbs from playing, trying to force my little man to do what I wanted to do. But yeah, <laughs> it's really hard. Um, yeah, those are the games I've cool. been playing. I also got the Nano Leaf, which is shining in the background. It's like something out of Galaga. 
yeah it's pretty cool i like gadgets and technology and i was lucky enough to win it so bonus how did you win it let's went to um i think i've talked about it before we've got like a it's like a comic-con but really small and <laughs> not as good because it's new zealand KiwiCon. yeah it's called armageddon um and we went along and they just got us to take a picture and posted to instagram in front of like they had a display shaped like a pokeball oh okay um, lit up like a pokeball and so we went a lot um, we took a photo posted on instagram and we won ah that's cool nice, nice. awesome all right so now that we've caught up a little bit on what we've been playing it's now time for the discord community update we need some uh music for that we do i i've, I've said that like i think every single podcast that we've had yeah discord. like some, we could just get like some generic news update music that plays yeah <laughs> like uh yeah we could do that uh riley wants to know have we played starcraft 2 i've never played starcraft 2 i just didn't want to ignore I, riley I did. in the chat there <laughs> i did one time a long time ago all right discord community update we are up to 2582 members in the discord community um that's that's nice. We're almost to 3,000 again. <clears throat> again. We'll talk that in a moment. <laughs> so at any given time, there's somewhere around 620-ish people online. That's cool. I remember when it was like 100. Yeah. And yeah, so we're... I remember when it was like 600 total members. <laughs> yeah. I remember when it was just me. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're uh, we're doing podcasts again, as you can tell. We uh, we're gonna be trying to do them every two weeks. So now that I'm done with school, I'm out of excuses as to why I can't do a podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna do these twice a month. So look forward to the next one. Um, we're also restarting our top ten plays of the week for LDS the LDS gamers community. Yeah. Um, I went back because we had one. We released one a year ago. Okay, it was our last was released April thirtieth um, of last year, and so I went back and looked through the backlog. And I mean, we're looking at like hundreds of clips that have just like poured in. So instead of sitting down and trying to make video of ten clips each for all of those you know clips, um, I just picked everyone that had submitted clips and sent them a message and said, "Hey." Pick your best clip, send it to me. We'll make a community montage so we can just get all caught up and start fresh and uh, hopefully have those out every week. Um, so if you have submitted clips through uh, the LDS, LDS Gamers Discord um, clip submission channel and I have not sent you a, a direct message on Discord, please reach out. Um, my Discord username is LDSG space ghost number sign hashtag number sign zero 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 one so call it a um, pound they really won't know what you're talking about yeah that's true <laughs> um so yeah send me a message um so the uh let's have a quick um moment of silence for the last uh the last situation we had last year where um i'm to one fish snapped and kicked half the server that was a year ago and that's that's oh my gosh yep there we go infinity war thanos thanos glove 
Who did that? Was that you or was that him? <laughs> it was me. It was That's me. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So just a quick reminder, especially for some of our new new folks um, that might be watching or are going to watch this on demand when they wake up because we're doing this so late. Um, Fish was trying to uh, kick, uh, remove some rolls from some tournament that I just finished and ended up accidentally kicking half the server. So that was a sad day. But I didn't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving right along, that's the Discord community update. Um, oh, another quick thing. Uh, we're starting to work pretty closely with uh, Southern Virginia University's esports uh, team, um, which is kind of cool. Um, so look forward to some more announcements from them. Uh, they're going to be trying to get uh, some tryouts going. Um, they're going to be doing some tournaments on campus and also online. Um, so any of our college age or high school age users, just uh, keep an eye out for them. SVU is a great school. I went there. Um, that's where I met my wife, actually. So if you're looking for, you know, spouses, just saying. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um so, do we have any? Do we want to talk about any game releases before we move on? Oh. Hi, Riley. Uh, <laughs> we can do that. What What's coming up? I don't even. Was this my job? I failed. <laughs> no, you've done well. Let, okay. You know, let's just move on to what's trending because we'll end up talking about things. So, okay, go for it. We'll Take it away. It. All right. So. Uh, up first is Sanic. good old Sonic. Sonic. Um. So yeah, Sonic, Sonic trailer dropped. People are uh, all kinds of upset about it. Um. Thoughts on on Sonic? How how can they fix Sonic? What do they need to do? Does they it need to, need to be fixed? Sonic. I mean, <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah, uh, that, here we go. That would Where's help. The reveal. Yeah, <laughs> he's got these creepy so little fingers. His his, long his fingers, no gloves. His like weird human shaped legs are it's creepy. Like a toddler. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have like as much of the back spikies as you would expect from a hedgehog or Sonic. Um, the worst part is his eyes and his teeth in my opinion yeah. but the redeeming part is jim carrey <laughs> yeah jim carrey i think Look is gonna up. i think he's gonna carry this movie he's obviously more committed to this than anyone at paramount or sega <laughs> and it, it seems like vintage 90s goofy jim carrey which we haven't yeah. seen in a while um someone mentioned Oh, here, here's here's the part, right here. Oh gosh, it looks like the kid from Jumanji after he cheated. <laughs> it does. That's what I said. <laughs> I keep missing it. Just like the monkey Wait. kid. I think that face right there sums it up. Oh, yeah, that's uh, everyone's reaction. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, Wor Wormo. I've heard that theory as well that people made it. They made it really bad on purpose. Knowing people would be mad, and then they could make it. It's like the whole new Coke thing. Oh gosh! Sonic movie is new Coke. What the orange vanilla? 
stuff. No, the, when they uh, they released their new formula, this was like in the nineties, I think. Oh, and everyone hated it, and then they went back and released Coca Cola Classic, but only after the original Coke had been gone for like six months. And when they went back to Coca Cola Classic, they started um, using uh, high fructose corn syrup. And so there's a conspiracy saying they, you know, released this crappy Coke on purpose so that they could go back to people would forget what it tasted like and they could switch to high fructose corn syrup and save money. I believe it. And the world has never been the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. So that, yeah, that's uh that's Sonic. Uh, we'll, We'll see how it is. I'll go see it ironically and make fun of it. Um, <laughs> well, regardless of it. <laughs> how bad it is. <laughs> uh, but. Um, all right. So next, Riot Games Walkout. Um, Malice, did you want to talk about that a little bit? All right. I only know a little bit on the surface about this because it's been happening this week. And I've been working this week. Um, So I can only speak to it a little bit and encourage everyone to kind of read up and and get information from articles covering it, from people speaking out about it and posting about it on social media that are part of it. But the uh, a lot of riot employees walked out this week because of mistreatment and now Many of them are leaning towards more gender role mistreatment at Riot Games, but just in general, both genders of of employees or all genders of employees, if you will, walked out, um, Hmm. hundreds of them. Uh, Somebody said even thousands. I didn't see what the exact number was, but a really big number of Riot employees did a walkout this week and staged a walkout to press for fair treatment uh, in the workplace. I think there was something about forced arbitration was on the table and I might be getting that mixed up with a different gaming company's issue, but it's interesting to me specifically because we love our video games, like end point. We love our video games. We owe the people who create them a lot of respect and, and the people who hire the people who actually put in the work and the hours to make those video games have been, just mistreating them unfortunately it's for about 20 years uh game designers game developers and all the little people who go into making a video game as great as it is uh we're going to talk about some really great video games next actually that the designers and and all of the beta testers and everyone involved in the making of deserve just loads and loads of respect and and maybe lots of money on top of that that they're not getting but they don't get a lot of the basic rights that people in minimum wage jobs even get today. And yeah. it just needs to be talked about. And and the more that we talk about it, the more that we research it and open up about it, the fairer they'll be treated down the line because people won't Hopefully. get away with mistreating them. So right. I just want to talk about that from a very 30,000 feet kind of perspective and not dive into the details too much because we don't want to focus on the, the negative a little bit too much, but it, it needs to be brought up and we need to encourage our community to to study up on it, to research what's going on and to to encourage 
people in those situations to speak out and stand up for themselves. Yeah, I I think it's important to talk about, um, you know, there's stuff like that where it's, you know, outright discrimination or like just uh, harassment or or things like that in the workplace, which obviously shouldn't be happening. Um, And then there's also, you know, stuff like came out with uh, Rockstar with their, when um, Red Dead was coming out, just like, terrible working conditions and um it it sounds like a lot of the same stuff at epic right now um and it's it's tough to balance uh as a gamer because like you said we love our games and you know you've got two really popular battle royales right now you've got fortnite and apex are the two biggest ones epic is a huge team and they're working around the clock, pushing out content updates all the time, and people love it. Uh, but you know their developers are overworked and not great working conditions. But the fans are happy. And then you've got Apex, which you know people are always complaining. There's not enough content updates. They need to add new characters, add new maps, and all this stuff. And it's a small team, and they've come out and said, you know, we we want to our team to have lives and um you know it's it's tough as a a gamer to remind yourself like these games are made by real people with lives and uh i i don't know that you can convince the masses to think that way like people are people are always going to want their their games with more content for less money and right now yeah, it's a whiny, fickle <laughs> culture that has been created here, and it's it's created the monster that that we see here now. I mean, yeah. it's our fault, not my fault. Probably your fault. <laughs> the royal hour. <laughs> it's probably yeah. Vader's fault. It's really Vader, just Vader, probably. <laughs> I'll take the blame. <laughs> um, Vader, do you want to talk a bit more about? Uh, Sekiro. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> did I put this here, or was that just there anyway? Um, it got added. I don't know who added <laughs> it, but I've got a. Hey, thank you for that sub, G Elite Eliteful. Hey, thanks, man. But yeah, oh, I've okay. I've got That's your me. your playthrough here. Cool. Um, yeah, it's. Again, I mentioned earlier, it's a it's a from software game. It it plays a lot like Dark Souls, but it's very different. Um, you don't really you don't have a stamina bar that you need to worry about as you attack. You can your movement is not restricted in that way. Hmm. Um, what I really like about the combat and uh, the big shift from Dark Souls and other third third person, uh, <laughs> it's a banana being chopped up. Um, <laughs> other third person uh, action RPGs is that. It's not necessarily about the hit points. All your enemies do have hit points, but you actually more often than not taking them out in one hit. You're actually focusing on blocking or parrying in the game, and so it's 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 a really you gotta be really quick at and in, in your reaction times and learning how enemies move and their their combos. But it's all about breaking their po- uh, posture. Interesting, um, and and you do that by deflecting or parrying. And once you break their posture, you open them up for a one-hit kill. And I really like 
how that plays into the type of sword sword fighting that they're trying to mimic is with the katana the very mm-hmm. sharp blades and it was often all about uh, very quick kills and so i like that it's not about necessary hit points huh. um, except for some of the bigger tougher enemies their posture is harder to break so you do have to bleed them a little bit by doing a bit of damage then you can start breaking their posture um and so i, I just really like how it works it's it's very very fast and furious um but it's it, it's so rewarding and satisfying it's a very very difficult difficult game and it's created this huge storm of discussion around difficulty in games and accessibility mm-hmm. um which i can see both sides to the argument that they would have an easy mode for people who want to just experience the world and story but i also can see the side where uh <laughs> we <laughs> i also see the side where um a developer should be free to create what they want to create and present a picture or a, a creation how they intended um and shouldn't be forced necessarily to to make something that they didn't want to um sure. so i can see both sides but it's it's made us and unfortunately that seems to have taken a lot of the limelight of the game is it's all about the difficulty but there's so much to this world and it's a beautiful looking game um one of the areas simpo temple is based off a real world temple in, in um, kyoto japan which i've been to and it was so cool just walking into this area and going i know what this is based on uh, and from software the developer and all their games use real world examples of architecture to, to base some of their landscapes on and it was cool to actually go to one i've come to come to an area that i've been to it's it's inspiration um yeah yeah I, can, as you can probably tell i really love these games and i love this game and mm-hmm. it's great can so I was say you you're definitely i mean you definitely love like japanese culture and, that as well, that that. and so this is like this is a home run yeah. for you oh for sure yep yeah. can, can um, you talk a little bit about how death works in this game or how it's different from like other other games um yep so though most people know dark dark souls now is that when you die you um you have a you lose all your experience that you've had gathered you haven't used but you have a chance to get it back um, by going back to your death spot where you died your blood stain sitting there this goes away with that if you die you lose half of your experience and money that you've you've saved up uh-huh. um and then you haven't used committed to points um and it's just gone there's no recovering it but what you do have is you have a resurrection um ability uh which you have limited like you can start off with one so when you when you die uh you can choose to come back to life there and then or you can just continue to death and re- reload from the checkpoint as you can be brought back to life um with 50 percent health and if you wait long enough if you wait too long it forces you to die fully if you wait long enough, enemies will turn around and then you can get the drop on them and sneak up on them, um, which is kind of cool. So it's a, a resurrection cool. mechanic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, just the, the combat is phenomenal. Again, it's hard. The, the final boss, um, I would say, probably is a little too intense, but you can, it's doable. It took me four hours of attempts to do it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I, yeah in general i spent just as much time in some of the dark souls bosses to be fair it's just it, it is it is about learning the the how the enemies work and getting yeah. better at dealing with it and you start seeing the matrix like at some point because you you get so fast when you come across them for the first time 
but by the end you're seeing the blade move without really having to think about it and i love that in a video game because i'm learning not just the pixel man on the screen Uh Mm -hmm. um yeah that's cool nice it's it's a good it's a good game it is um i think you guys told me i had to mention it was a mature game (laughs) which is not the rating we have here we don't have that rating here in new zealand um but it's mostly due to the blood um the blood can be turned off and it's quite drastically it changes let me see if i can show uh so this is what the blood turned off you're fighting this dude Hmm. yeah and so you see that red circle that appeared um, so like that that's the death blow that that singles that the opened um the bar that's appearing at above the screen is their posture and as you parry him, it, it increases that bar until it fills up. And the, the little yellow bar at the bottom of the screen um, is my posture. So you also can have your guard broken as well. Yeah, sure. Huh. Yeah, a lot of the streams I've been watching of it, when you kill people, it's like a Tarantino movie. There's just <laughs> blood yeah, shooting it's, everywhere. It's... So it's cool that you can turn it off because it, it's pretty excessive. Yeah, uh, that comes on, from on the um, default. The, the I guess, it is impressive uh, technically what they're doing with the blood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that came from the Bloodborne game. That's when they really introduced that okay. mechanic. Bloodborne, a kind of blood had to be a, a key point to it. The blood um, engine, and it's well, yeah, and it, it, it's so I understand that it is more gory, but it's also very right. impressive te- technically because the, where the blood splatters go is actually where. You, you can get covered where the blood spatters go and have blood on your character only on the places that the blood hit mm. and oh. in itself that's like that's quite a technical feat um, interesting sure but um as you can see i've got the blood turned off um and yeah. is this, game is this like the first boss fight uh yes so this is um he's kind of your antagonist throughout the game uh to some extent gotcha and it's yeah, it's just cool. Uh, the, he's a very tough boss, and I just and this is a new game plus actually. This is the second playthrough. I'm just starting here in the footage. Okay. Um, as you can see, I'm a bit more loose with games. My son's hanging out with me while I play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's um second time through, and you can choose to make the game even harder than it normally would be. Um, in the second hmm. playthrough. So this is a fight you have to lose. So you can't. Okay. I bet I, you probably gotcha. can beat it if you're super good, but you don't. You're not meant to beat it. Is basically. Gotcha. The, yeah, short of it. Yeah, the only thing that kept me from buying the game was seeing that it had the blood and gore. But knowing that you can turn it off, I mean, that's fantastic. Because I mean, for everything I've read and, and heard is that it's a fantastic game. So. Just it's just so pretty. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as that's a lot of depth. Yeah, and. I'm a huge fan. Um, you can't see it because it's probably too dark, but I've got a little mini the figure from from the game. Oh, um, nice! From the collector's edition. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's good. Just All if right. if you're interested in just looking at some of the screenshots of the of the game, uh, like Simpo Temple, or if you're not worried about spoilers, um, uh, Fountainhead. Just Google those, and you'll see how pretty the game looks, mm. especially if you like Japanese culture. Right. Mm. Yeah. Neat. Cool. All right. Well, 
Should we move on to uh, Rocket League? Let's do it. So Rocket League has been acquired by, well, Psyonix, the developer for Rocket League, has been acquired by Epic Games. Uh, and everyone's freaking out. Um, thinks the world is coming to an end. They've said uh, at some point later this year it will be moving over to the Epic Launcher from Steam. Now, mm-hmm. they've since clarified that if you own the game on Steam, you'll still be able to play. They'll still continue to support the game. Um, and you'll, you know, be able to, I, I imagine, uh, you know, still buy upcoming rocket passes and keys and all that. Um, but, you know, when they first made the announcement, everyone's jumping to conclusions. They're going to kill the game. Uh, they're going to, and like, my guess is Psyonix is working on something, their next game. Rocket League has been out for like four years. They're probably working on their next game, and Epic probably is making this move more for that. Um, in my opinion, I think it will probably do a lot of good for Rocket League. I don't think like Epic is going to get all that many sales of the game at this point for a four-year-old game think if you're gonna buy it on pc you probably already have but yeah it's been humble bundles too right right so for for them to get the resources that epic has though i think can really help them especially like with their esports um you know building up rlcs and uh better prizes for those kind of things i think rocket league is the best esport to watch out there um it's way easier for me to follow than uh, something like StarCraft or Overwatch, where there's just too much stuff going on on screen and can't really follow everything. But Rocket League is it's like a sport. It's like watching a soccer game. Um, so I, and people can do some pretty crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, everyone's freaking out. They think uh, Epic is going to ruin it. I, I'm not all that concerned, but some people are. Uh, generally there's just been a lot of hate over the epic launcher as well with like um borderlands 3 i know a lot of people are upset about that one and i think that's a bigger deal where like um borderlands 3 will be exclusively sold on the epic store for the first six months i think um and then it will be coming to steam after that i'll see if you're right but that that's like a new game um but for me, I don't really care what launcher it is. I have games on like every launcher, yeah. uh, and I don't even usually open the launcher. I just directly launch whatever game I want to play. So it doesn't really matter that much. It is to crazy me. how angry people are getting. Was it was it Metro that people are getting real angry about? Yeah, was that switched. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there yeah, you say you just launched a game from your desktop. If you want a shortcut to the game, you can. Right. Or yeah. have the icons next to each other for the two different launches, right? And then it's like one centimeter over. Um, all in all, regardless of anno- annoying for people, whatever, that's just silliness. But it's a good thing having competition in the market. Yeah. Steam has had way too much power and haven't done that good with it. Yeah, I agree. And so if there's competition, it's it's the better for us in the long run as as gamers. Yeah, I. I'm curious to see uh, what Discord do with their 
like universal launcher and like how that improves over time um hey thank you for that sub Oren and midnight earlier thank you yes, for those thanks, subs guys appreciate um, it but a few months ago discord added the option to launch games directly from discord they don't support every launcher but it'll be interesting to see how that progresses um i've used a universal launcher in the past called play night which can pull in games from lots of different launchers and kind of compile them all into one place. Um, so there are options out there for people who want to simplify things a little bit. Um, but yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, BlizzCon. Malice, you want to bring us up to um, speed on what's going on? Yes, just to end cap really quick. Uh, on the Epic Games Launcher. Oh, yeah. I haven't used the Epic Games Launcher in a really long time since Fortnite killed my favorite Epic Games game. We won't talk about that too much, though. Uh, Which was? <laughs> Paragon. It was. Their oh, movement. yeah. I yeah, I forgot anyway. that they did that. Yeah. Um, but I will say that the Epic Games Launcher needs a significant UI improvement if they're going to keep forcing games over to it. Uh, I don't mind launching more than one launcher. I mean, I used curse launcher before twitch took it over and i still use twitch launcher for a bunch of minecraft stuff hmm. i use the xbox app to launch all of my xbox pc games and steam and now the origin launcher for apex and you know uh, there's probably yeah. 20 launchers on my computer somewhere but <laughs> just improve the ui and i won't complain <laughs> um that being said moving on to blizzcon so yes. Once again, this is a subject that I'm not super versed in because I am not a coder or a hacker by any means. But from what I understand, uh, Blizzard announced that BlizzCon tickets this year would be available but would only be purchasable through an app. Now, the app seemed on the surface pretty non-confrontational, just your basic... Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever gone to... Oh, Bling has gone to FanX and... Uh, mm -hmm. SLC FanX has its own app that they yeah. ask you to download for your schedule and stuff so that they don't have to print as many paper copies and things. And it kind of seemed like that, that you just needed to download the app, purchase your ticket through it, and it would kind of be your all access, everything you need to know about BlizzCon information storage system. Um, and they just sold it as that. And they didn't say anything else about it, except you have to download the app to purchase a ticket. Now, that's neat, except they also pressed that if you wanted to purchase a virtual ticket, which you could usually do through the Battle.net app, the Blizzard launcher, um, you also had to download the app to buy a virtual ticket and hmm. virtually attend BlizzCon. So Why would they want you started, to do that? So that's where people started getting red flags and, and some, uh, some kind souls on the internet who shall remain anonymous cracked open the app like downloaded it on a dummy phone and just hacked their way into it and figured out what the source code was saying and, and what, what it was accessing and what permissions it was accessing and, and, and what it was forcing permissions on without even asking the user. And there's a bunch of really sketchy stuff going on. Um, uh, forced GPS location at all times, not just when the app is open, it doesn't Ooh. ask about this. You can't see it in your settings. If you turn it off, the app will automatically turn it back on. Um, gotcha. Forced camera access, forced oh. web browsing data, and uh, forced, like, really sketchy things like forced wallet access. 
for people who use Apple and Google Play wallets, Ugh. which means that they have access to your payment information and your purchase history. Um, and it's just, it's a very invasive application. And Blizzard keeps doing this thing. Uh, sorry, really quick side note, Wormo. Wane is in the Star Wars episode of Family Guy, the guy who says, oh no, instead, wants, instead says Wane. Anyway, side note. Uh, <laughs> um, but but yeah, this app is just, it's the worst. Um, there are so many better ways that they could have gone about doing this. Uh, if, if they would have just been up front, like, hey, download this app to purchase a ticket. Just FYI, though, we're going to use it to access a lot of your data. And we're totally being upfront about it. It probably could have played out a little bit better. But they were hiding things and they were being sketchy and assuming people wouldn't look into it. Which yeah. so many people are so well versed in the Internet now that why wouldn't they right. look into it? And, and anyone who is a Blizzard fan that wasn't aware of this before, please make yourselves aware of this now. Please make sure that before you download applications, you read the terms and conditions, you make sure that you know what your phone is capable of accessing. And just just be aware. Be an adult if you're going to use adult technology like <laughs> a smartphone. So we just kind of have, have to grow up a little bit faster because of sketchy people out there in the world, but that's the way it is. That being said, I'm not saying that we need to ban Blizzard games or have any sort of uprising. Just be careful about what you download on your <laughs> devices. Like, yeah. I'm over here like, no. Uprising's more fun. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep playing Overwatch. I'm not going to lie. So, um, But yeah, just be careful what you download. And when we want our community to be aware of that so that they don't get affected by it. Yes. PSAs by Malice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Malice, you want to keep talking to us about uh, the anniversary update of Sea of Thieves? Yar, of course I do. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. It's the Sea of Thieves anniversary update, everybody. Um, <laughs> I am so excited about this. Oh, you this. want to introduce so, this video as well? Yes. So this video, uh, you'll see at the top, CBW Mechbot is one of our community members who's one of our avid Sea of Thieves players. He's got access to the Sea of Thieves Insider. He's all about the game. He's a great crewmate to have. You can check out his video on his Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash cbwmechbot. Shout out to him for sharing this with us. But he has broken down the new pieces of the update by category, starting with harpoons, which we're looking at right now. Um, there are harpoons on the fronts of ships now. And this is fun. Ah, cool. Not only can you pull items and players onto your ship, you can steal items from other players whenever they're holding it, you shoot it. Uh, you can also mount the harpoon by um, using land or rocks. You can make tight turns. You can reel yourself up onto mountains using it. It's mm. crazy. Um, and you can also pin yourself to the Megalodon and go for a ride. It's, <laughs> it's really crazy what you're <laughs> capable of doing with these harpoons. They are a huge game changer. And I'm so happy that we have them. Um, I've been curious about what the gaps in the front of the ship they added during a lot. One of the later updates uh, mm -hmm. was going to be four, and I'm just, I couldn't be happier with it now. So harpoons are a thing. Um, later on in the video, if you go to Megbot's channel, you'll see also that there is a new game mode called Arena. It's PvP, and it's really, really fun. Whole bunch of map, uh, uh, sorry, whole bunch of ships on a map, all galleons, uh, all fighting each other. And, and PvP is highly encouraged. It's a smaller smap, uh, smaller smap. 
It's a smaller map. There's more ships allowed on it per server. Usually the battle only lasts roughly 20 minutes, so it's a much faster game mode than <laughs> what Sea of Thieves fans have been used to so far. Mm-hmm. Because beforehand, you could only play if you had three, four hours to spare. Right now on the screen, what you're seeing, uh, different damage is capable of happening to your ship now, and different repairs are necessary. Um, you can Or knock- stress, nice. Yeah, you can knock people's masts <laughs> down instead of sinking them immediately so that they can't move anywhere. Um, uh. You can damage their capstan so that they can't raise or drop their anchor from where it's at. It's lots of different mechanics because of it. Um, there's also fishing in the game now where you can, if you defeat the Kraken or the Megalodon, they drop meat. Um, all of the animals in the game previously, chickens and snakes and pigs, mm-hmm. you can now kill those and eat those instead of just trapping them and selling them to the Merchant Alliance. That's really fun. Uh, especially for those of us who don't like snakes in the game. It's kind of like a vengeance thing for some yeah. of us. Eat you. Uh, and it's it's just, it's a blast. Um, you can go fishing. Uh, so long journeys across the entire map aren't as boring because you can cast your rod over the side of the ship and catch some fish. Uh, that adds to the cooking mechanic. There's also a whole different quest line of um, the hunters, like a hunter's guild that our boy Merrick from the Megalodon update way back last summer uh, is leading the charge on. And you just sell to the different hunters what fish you've caught. And if you cook the fish first, it sells for more. If you burn the fish or if the fish goes rotten, it sells for less. You can eat half the fish and then sell it. Anyway, it's lots of new options. Um, The game is entirely different now. The different game modes have really changed the dynamic between adventure mode and the arena. Adventure mode is a lot less PvP inclined now because most of the people who are there for PvP are now in the arena. So it's it's a little bit more balanced for people who aren't really good at the PvP aspect of it. And they also have a new quest line called Tall Tales, which are really in-depth. They even take you outside the boundaries of the map at times, and you get to do some Indiana Jones-style adventures with puzzle solving, and you have time limits cool. where you die if you don't solve it in time, things like that. So it's really, nice. really fun. Um, I really recommend that anybody who hasn't played it in a long time, looking at you, Vader, uh, try it out again. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, want to get back into it because I, I haven't played in a while. Yeah, I haven't um, either. And, and I think uh, you were talking about... Sea of Thieves role play streams. I've mm-hmm. come across a few of those and they look really fun. I think it'd be fun to to do something like that uh sometime and get back into the game a little bit. <laughs> um some of our chat is talking about scurvy and buttermelons. Uh for a long time, <laughs> Sea of Thieves, you could only eat buttermelons to recover health. Uh for those of you who aren't so aware. Weird. Buttermelons are our word for the yellow, slightly curved fruit that hangs from trees in our community. Uh, (laughs) Not going to catch me. Um, But now they also have, on top of being able to cook and eat things, there's also other fruits in the game. And the buttermelon has changed in health regain value um, versus other fruits and all of the meats now. So That's cool. It's really neat. Um, I definitely think that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Maldor. I Maldor's really think that best. it's worth it if you've already purchased the game or if you already have Xbox Game Pass for everyone to revisit it and give it another shot because it really is a different game than it was a year ago. And 
I've just grown to love it more, but I'm also a fangirl and I love every, I have my, I'm getting ready for my Renaissance weekend. I've got my pirate cosplay being built in the oh, background here. Nice. Um, nice. I'm all about pirates and I'm really excited to keep role playing, keep singing shanties with the crew and keep <laughs> sailing with the LDSG crew as well, because they are some good sailors. Shout it is. To the yeah, it is play anywhere. Yeah. So I, I've played with my wife before where she's playing on Xbox and I'm playing on PC and uh, we're playing together. So yeah, play anywhere is cool. I'm hoping at some point they add play anywhere to master chief collection when that, when that comes Uh, to PC, it sounds like it won't be that way from the start. Um, But yeah, if we could get, Play anywhere and cross-platform that would be really nice it's a bit of a lie this play anywhere because you can't play it on playstation or the switch <laughs> not yet i hear that there's there's some work in progress for the switch so um that's true because uh xbox live stuff is on on switch or coming to switch. showing up on the switch lately yeah yeah that'd be so. that'd be interesting um Okay, anything else on Sea of Thieves? Um, just an open invitation for everybody who left to rejoin and who hasn't tried it yet to uh, get an Xbox Game Pass uh, free trial and come check it out. <laughs> I love Halo 2. I am so excited for Master Chief Collection <laughs> on uh, PC and for Halo Reach. Come to, to MCC. I played that game a lot. Um, all right. So next topic, there's supposedly a new U S bill that's going to be introduced, uh, which will be looking to ban loot boxes and, uh, specifically pay to win, um, loot boxes and mechanics from video games. Um, looking specifically at the detail, uh, the details of it. Uh, or or what's come out so far, it looks to be focused on just games that are targeted to P, uh, minors. So I don't think this will include M-rated games, um, but you know, stuff like Halo, uh, which is rated T, um, EA Sports games like FIFA or yeah. you know, um, here I'll put up some uh, FIFA pack openings on here. Um, So like FIFA or Madden Ultimate Team where you can dump a bunch of money in and open packs and uh, the more money you spend, the better your team can be. Um, But essentially, some countries are ruling that these type of uh, packs or loot boxes uh, are gambling where... You put in a certain amount of money hoping to uh, get some really rare item. Uh, you know, these are, a lot of these items they're packing are team of the year items, which I've never packed any in my life. Uh, and I play a lot of FIFA and earn a lot of packs just from playing, um, but I never put in any extra money. So you know, I'm, I'm at a disadvantage uh, in, in a lot of cases. Yeah, phone games have this a lot too, Oren. And I, I think you know what, what they're trying to combat is 
the kid who like spends five or ten thousand dollars on mommy's credit card um hmm. because they're addicted to opening opening loot boxes um and and don't really understand the consequences <laughs> of what they're doing well it's also goes further it's it's teaching an addiction yeah sure yeah yeah um it's 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 creating a norm for gambling yeah mm. i wonder you know if they're if they are going to do this with you know only including that in mature games i wonder if we'll see more mature games because you know people want these companies want to make money will they be making their games more for mature audiences or including elements that will allow them to rate it m so that they can include these pay-to-win mechanics FIFA will take the blood mechanics from Sekiro, <laughs> <laughs> just so they can get M rating. It'll be like NFL Blitz, but soccer. Well, yeah, it has. They have to be a little bit naive to think to just put it on teen games because we all know that younger people play these mature sure. games. Yeah, and it, they, it hasn't passed. It's just more, yeah, yeah. It hasn't yeah, passed. It, it'll also yeah. be interesting if it passes. Um, does FIFA start, you know, d- does that game just cost $80 or $100 so EA can still make their money? Or do they go back to, you know, do we start getting a lot more DLC, um, which you know has kind of died down more recently? More studios seem to be focusing, on, uh, unless it's a more narrative-based game. Um, yeah, it, it seems like development. You know, mo- most games are focusing on microtransactions and and packs to make more money beyond the actual game price than uh dlc these fever players getting way too excited i know it's so stupid i've never been that excited for a game i know i've never been excited in my life for anything these these guys are at a whole different level i think yeah yeah it's pretty nuts i I mean some of these guys literally will spend thousands of dollars to pack one of these team of the year players and it's it's insanity it's terrible i I hate it in games it takes away from actual development um the fact is they don't need to even charge more it's just they want make make more money and we talked about how we earlier we have a responsibility to be aware of the damage games can cause on the people who are creating them it's not just the demand from users it's the demand to make more profit from owners and shareholders and executives of these companies mm-hmm. it's capitalism yeah. and it's worse really um they're pushing their employees to to do more so they can make more gee um so that that's a good distinction and i think for me halo 5 is kind of in between cuz you have like war zone items you can get through packs right um which it you can argue it's not really pay to win because you get enough packs at least just from playing the game when i was playing halo 5 i got enough packs where i you know always had items to use in warzone and usually had decent ones to use but there are items you can get in packs that help you in warzone games um that's not true for like the ranked modes um but yeah fifa like that one's pretty blatant pay to win um same with a, a lot of mobile games i think are probably the worst culprits out there um oh my goodness yeah. and and then you've got games where it's packs for just cosmetics like 
know, Rocket League or Apex, um, at Overwatch. So th those kind of things um, I don't think would be covered under this uh, this bill. Um, but yeah, Overwatch is one of the biggest culprits. Um, yeah, in terms of like breeding that uh, addiction and yep. you know the like forced uh, scarcity of certain items and really predatory sales taxes that uh, your your uh, car salesmen are, are well versed in and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they, they know what they're doing. The psychology, uh, they, they've done their research and they know how to get you to spend money. I hate it. There's none of that in Sikado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I if I could do another little PSA along these lines, um, I think it's for at least for adults, for people who have to be the ones who are out of money whenever these things get purchased, whenever they have to deal with someone who is addicted to the game, whether it be them or a family member, a lot of people are going to have strong feelings one way or another about the passing of this bill, possibly. So we're not telling you which way to lean, but I think that uh, it should be said that this is a topic that our, the people who govern our, at least the United States are talking about right now. And I know other governments are as well. So if you live in the U S and you have an opinion and this is going to the Senate to possibly pass, write your senators. It's really easy. You can email yeah. them straight from their websites. I've already done it today about my opinion on this. And the moment Bling was talking about putting it on the agenda, I was like, oh, that's neat. Read up about it, educated myself and wrote my senators. So yeah, like you don't have to be an adult to do that either. You can you can write at any age. Your senators will welcome your emails or letters. Yep. So. And and they probably have no idea about any of this stuff. Um, yeah. And oh, so if if somebody doesn't let them know, uh, it, it's our responsibility to reach out. So that's a great point, Malice. Yeah. All right. Politics and LDSG. <laughs> neutral, <laughs> neutral politics. <laughs> Be involved. Said, We're not going to tell you how. Yeah. Fair enough. It makes me sad that Rocket League has crates now because I always, I know there's always the random items that you could get, but I always appreciated their approach where you could choose to buy. Like I bought the um, DeLorean because I wanted to support right the comp the, the, yeah. um the developer because i got the game for free through playstation plus and so i bought mm. the delorean and i and i i liked and i respect that but now to hear that they've got crates and it just kind of bugs me yeah i i i'm okay with it um i mean the game cost twenty dollars and i'm sure they didn't expect there to still be this many people playing four years later and they got to keep keep the lights on somehow um but yeah, they they definitely started with more of a focus on DLC. Where if you wanted to buy a car outright, you could do that. Um, I'm guessing they just probably weren't making enough money from that, or want maybe they just wanted to make more um, from loot boxes. <laughs> and yeah, I, I mean, it's probably working. Um, I I like the Rocket Pass. Um, approach they've added where you see exactly what items you earn at different levels and it gives you incentive to play the game um, and if you 
if you play enough, you can earn enough keys to get the next rocket pass. It's very similar to uh, what Fortnite has, um, where each each season there's a new rocket pass, and you can see what the different items are before you buy it. And if you want to buy it, you can and uh, earn items. And so I I've been doing that recently. Um, that's really all I've bought keys for in Rocket League is is the rocket pass. Um, but last, last rocket pass, I earned nine of the 10 keys I needed to buy this rocket pass. So, you know, this rocket pass cost me $1. Um, mm. but yeah, there, there's, they're coming up with lots of different ways to get your money. Uh, some of them I like more than others, but. But that's the same way how Fortnite works. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's and fine. But what I what really bugs me, like over Christmas, seeing in all the game stores where they'd have cases on the shelves for Fortnite, you know, that cost fifty, sixty dollars. Yeah. And, and and it just bugs me that <laughs> stupid parents and stupid grandparents are going and buying this these things for their kids for Christmas for yeah. a game that's completely free and they don't have to spend a cent on. My uh, son wants the, the fork knife. Fork knife. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Old people face, but... it's just people being <laughs> taken advantage of because they don't know or don't understand as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're well. running kind of long, so let's go ahead and finish up with some talk about the PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, Vader? After what all the talk so of far? the death of the consoles from Google <laughs> and Xbox, um, Sony came out and talked about their PS Five. Uh, which is in development and is like is going to release next year. Yeah. Um, it's very unlike Sony to do. Usually they're quite hush hush, and there's rumors and, mm-hmm. and things that have come out, and they deny it. But they just kind of sat down and said, "This is what we're doing." Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think very that different. shows maturity and a, a nice approach that I prefer than the secrecy and these big reveals. Um, we don't know everything, and we don't know what it will look like or, or the price point. But some of the cool fit features is that it will have a solid state drive hard drive um which is faster than the current ones are on that are on the market apparently oh yeah pretty impressive Um, faster than the current ssds on the market yes that's what they said oh so it must have like a nvme don't know they just they did (laughs) they did a um a demonstration to the people that were showing it to Uh uh, with spider-man on the ps4 the fast travel hold. took 15 seconds to travel uh, to load and on this the ps5 ssd solid state state drive mm-hmm. it took 0.8 seconds wow so it was 19 times faster than that's, that's great um and thank you for that cool. follow limb high yeah thanks man uh yeah and so other, other cool things it's going to have ray tracing which is a big thing for making games look pretty. Yeah. Um, I've got a friend who actually um, is a game developer working on his own game. Mm-hmm. And he, we're talking before this announcement came through, we're talking about what we wanted for the next console. And he said, as long as they say it has ray tracing, I'm all in. <laughs> and I've <laughs> come and said, because um, that, yeah. And it's the, the uh, new focus on audio. They said they haven't really changed the architecture for audio 
in a console for a long time. So they want to spend time to make sure the console can take a step uh, evolution forward in audio as well with Dolby Atmos and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Very cool. Yeah. A couple big and, steps ahead for sure. So it'll be interesting well, to see what Microsoft's answer is. Well, their answer, they've been telling us their answer. They're, they're trying to get rid of it. They just want <laughs> you to play anywhere. Yeah. They they want to sell you a subscription to play their games. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, we, we already know that with the streaming Xbox One S, it's released already? Did they already it's, release it? It's not streaming. It's just all digital. Oh, digital. Oh, digital. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. But this, no, they got announced the price, but the price is like really expensive for what it is. It's like no, 249 bucks. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's cheaper than the regular. Than it's cheaper than the regular Xbox One S. Yeah. Oh, at, least, at least in the US it is. Oh, it was my US friend that showed me. He, he laughed when he saw the price and thought it was ridiculously. It, it may have been yeah. a bundle or something. I don't know. Well, I just think, you know, I, I, I hope that, I mean, there's rumors out there that the next Xbox will be um, streaming. Like you'll be able to stream your games mm-hmm. like, like, like Google's trying to do. And I hope that's not the case because, I mean, I we rely so much on internet. Yeah, that's fantastic. But I don't really want to rely on my internet when I'm playing a game, you right. know, like not crapping out or, or whatever. But, yeah. And so many yeah. people just aren't going to have fast enough internet no, for that no. to even work. Um, and even if you do, you're going to, even if you do, there's still going to be added latency. Um, there's no way to get around that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Try try and play a game like Sekiro to bring it up for the eighth time. Um, it's you want you wouldn't be able to play a game like that. Yeah, it's all timing based. Yeah, you know, any lag is going to get you killed. Um, yeah. And so my concern for streaming type services becoming a mainstream thing is that we'll lean towards games simpler, dumbed down games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean. I mean, download speeds, I mean, that's not really the issue here. I mean, we can get the information fast. I mean, we all have great, uh, you know, download speeds, but it's it's the upload speeds that the internet service providers are so chintzy on. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, well, it's distance. I mean, unless you have, yeah, unless you have Google Fiber or, you know, some sort of fiber where you're, you know, up and down are the same. It's, I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, you can stream 4K videos in UHD, you know, HDR, like, perfectly with a decent download speed, but you don't have that upload it. Yeah. You're going to have latency. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting well, distance. Like being in New Zealand, there's, that's always a hindrance. Yeah. Um, yeah. You go I, down to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. We've got our one cable across the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so one of the reasons I am a gamer today is because I grew up in the middle of nowhere and there was nothing to do. And, <laughs> That's to me. this day, I'm so glad that I grew up in the age of, of like CD-ROM games because playing Duke Nukem and Command and & Conquer and Red <laughs> Alert, I had those games on a hard copy. I didn't have to wait on the internet because my parents still have satellite internet where they live, where I grew up. And like my nieces and nephews are living in that same area and they there's not fiber in that whole city. And there's definitely not fiber out in the country where other people live and where kids are growing up. Like if this is the direction that consoles do go, we're going to have less and less gamers growing into the community because people will be left out. And I really hope that doesn't happen. So I'm with Vader on that. Like I, 
I'm all for having the ability to specifically stream games if you're not the kind of person who can take care of hard copies or have the storage space or whatever you need, but it needs to still be accessible to people who don't have that streaming option. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I think I think we've had a pretty decent uh podcast. Yeah, thanks for uh thanks for joining us. Thanks for keeping us awake. Um it's midnight past midnight here. But um yeah, check out our website, lesgamers.com, check out our store, buy some stuffs. I still have it in my basement. Please buy some. <laughs> anyway. Thanks so much for joining us tonight, guys, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, everyone.